Welcome back to Bennett Dunlop for Regina Pats Hockey here on 620 CKRM. My name is Dante DeCarian. I'm pleased to be joined with Regina Pats alumni and Seattle Kraken forward Jordan Everly. Jordan, thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, Jordan, let's go back, uh, back down memory lane. You played for the Pats, your hometown team in Regina from 2006 to 2010. Looking back, how special was it playing for your hometown club? I mean, it, honestly, it meant everything for me. Um, I grew up in Regina. We had season tickets to the Pats since the time I was probably eight. Um, I remember going to the Memorial Cup in 2010. I remember um, watching Dale Duracatch's jersey get retired. I was uh, one of the, I don't know what you call it, but the, the, I think it was called the Canadian Tire Kid back in when the kid used to go ski with the, the guys, and I got to pick Derek Morris as my favorite player. I mean, I grew up a, a Pats fan. They were they were my NHL team, um, and to uh, as I got through Bantam and, and kind of had a realization that I wanted to um, play hockey as a career. Um, you know, the the Pats drafted me, and I, I can honestly say I don't know if I would have went the WHL route if the Pats had drafted me. I might have gone college, but it being my hometown and obviously being a huge Pats fan, it, it uh, kind of took over and. I mean, the rest was history. I made the team as a 16-year-old, and, uh, you know, they gave me my friend my start. Yeah, I'm going to ask about your 16-year-old season shortly, but I want to ask about the numbers with the Pats. Of course, 100-point season one year, a total of 254 games with your hometown club, 155 goals, 155 assists, and 310 points. Knowing that you're in the same list as Dale Durkach and, and Doug Wickenizer and some of the big-time legends, legends, Mike Sillinger, and you're in the same category as them in terms of points, assists, all-time best Pats. Does that mean a lot to you? Yeah, it really does, yeah. I mean, I got to uh, – and, and the coolest part for me really was, I mean, Dale Durkach was uh, – coached me as an 18-year-old. Um, Mike Sillinger, who I, you know, got to know really well in, in the city of Regina when I run a charity together at one point. Um, I, th- I mean, just, just the, the, the amount of guys who would come back. Clark Gillies obviously passed away, but I got to get to know him and – in Long Island, um, we just all share those Pats memories. I think everyone who had become a Pat, um, you know, it's kind of a tight brotherhood, and we and we got to know each other. So, uh, for me, being from there and getting to play in my hometown um, really meant a lot to me. With Jordan Everly of the Seattle Crack and a Pats alumni, you played four seasons with the Pats, and obviously, there I'm sure there were a ton of great teammates that you had to help achieve those great numbers. I know you played with a friend of mine, Matt Struby. Jordan Wheel comes out to mind, Colton Tuber, Victor Bartley, Brandon Davidson. I mean, the list kind of goes on and on. Looking back at those teams, do you still keep in touch with those teammates? And are you fond on a lot of the people that you met with the Pats? Yeah, um, guys I keep in touch with. You just said Matt Struby, still one of my closest friends from my wedding party. Um, Tuber, who Matt and I both were in his wedding party. Um, you know, you, you definitely keep tabs with a lot of those guys. I, I will say the one thing... Um, my last couple of years, we we uh, we got bounced out early in the, in the before the playoffs, and um, I always found that when you're on winning teams, you, you you tend to keep in touch more. But I definitely have a few guys who I'm definitely very still very good friends with. And um, when you're when you're young like that, and you're you're molding into a man. Um, you know, you, you're going through that experience with guys. I mean, you, you share that journey, and, and that kind of keeps you bonded. Jordan, on December the 5th, 2012, the Pats decided to retire your number seven, joining legends like Brad Horning, who'd recently just passed away, Dale Durkach, Doug Wickenizer, Mike Sillinger. Again, the list goes on and on on how many great players have their number retired, and you were in that crop of players to have your jersey number retired. How special was that day for you? Uh, 
song. It was extremely special. Um, very unexpected. I, I really didn't expect it at such a young age, but, um, you know, looking back on it, my family had actually moved to Calgary, um, prior to my junior career and I, I billeted with my grandparents and, um, my grandfather, who was probably one of my biggest fans, came to every game, sat in the same corner, watched every game. Um, he had been battling a, a lung cancer, and um, he was in a wheelchair at the time. And when they retired, he was on the ice with me and actually stood up. And, and just for him to get to see that, I mean, it still gives me goosebumps. That was that was just a really special moment. And I'm, I'm happy that they did it at a young age, just, just so that he could got to see it, because he, he passed away shortly after. So that, that really meant a lot. Now, Jordan, you briefly mentioned your 16-year-old season. I'm sure you're probably aware of what Connor Bedard is doing with the Pats this year. Over 30 goals as a 16-year-old. He's the first to score more than 28 since you did so back in 2006-2007. Have you had the opportunity to see what Connor has been doing this season? Oh, yeah, I've been keeping tabs. I'm probably his biggest fan. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm rooting for him probably harder than anybody. I love when I you see Pats, you know, making... Uh, making history and, and, and just the organization um, getting some publicity. So, um, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't imagine he'll be there for, you know, past his 17-year-old year. I'm sure he'll be in the NHL. But um, for all the people in Regina, I mean, they definitely got to go, you know, buy a ticket and watch that kid because he's, he's worth the price of admission. I totally agree with you, Jordan. Now, how proud were you to see your hometown team get the first ever player to get exceptional status did, did that mean something to you to see the pats get the first player in exceptional status well i mean yeah that just you know changes the franchise for for a couple of years i mean it's funny when that stuff like that happens all of a sudden you, you you build a team around a kid like that you're able to have success so um you know that, that's kind of a really really cool thing i mean obviously it has happened a few times in the ohl and i think once in the, in the queue but to have the first ever um player from you know, the WHL has exceptional stats go to the Pats. Um, you know, it's an honor. And, 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 you know, like I said, I think, you know, fans and, and I can, I, you know, I, I think of some of the, the players that I watched as a kid, you know, Kyle Calder's, the, yeah. the Matt Hubbers, the, the Brad Stewart, Bear Jackman, those guys. I mean, you know, this kid will play in the NHL and be a star one day. And, and you know, kids, when I was 10 years old, that's what I was watching. So I, I imagine, you know, 10 years, 10 years old, you should get, get there and watch him for sure. With Pat's alumni, Jordan Everly, um, you mentioned Dale Durkach earlier, but you also had Curtis Hunt as uh, a coach for three of the seasons with the Regina Pats. And speaking of those two coaches that you had, did they help you with anything along the way to help move you on and prepare you for the next level, both maybe Dale and Curtis? Both did. Both had extreme impacts. Um, Curtis, I mean, obviously gave me an opportunity at a young age to to develop into my game. I think junior hockey is really the first time when you're getting into systems and you're working on power plays and um, to have teachers like that really mentor you, it was huge. Um, Curtis, my 16, 17-year-old year and 19-year-old, and then Dale, my 18-year-old. I mean, Dale Dale was a little bit different of a coach. He's someone who I really related to, a smaller player who had success and was skilled. I mean, I tried to um, soak in as much knowledge as I could from him and just tips to the ice. And, um, you know, both definitely have, had a huge impact and helped me get to where I am. Now, Jordan, probably your biggest moment while being a part of the past organization is when you went on to represent Canada twice. But, of course, in 2008-2009, with the famous game-tying goal against Russia, scored by yourself in the dying seconds, and then, of course, you guys won gold. Now, for me, I'm, I'm from Ottawa. I was, in fact, uh, extremely excited when that happened. I think I was in probably about grade 6 
when that happened. Um, just maybe take us back down memory lane. I mean, even me myself talking about it, thinking about it, kind of gives me goosebumps. So I'll let you kind of take it from here. <laughs> uh, yes, you know, it's funny. It's a long time ago, but um, I mean, being a Canadian kid, I, I don't. Much like a lot of Canadian families, our tradition was, you know, as soon as Boxing Day came, we watched the World Juniors. Some of the the Grand Forks team with the Sidney Crosby's and um, the Jordan Two Two train. I mean, some of those are fond fond memories for me. And I always dreamed of playing in those tournaments and um, was lucky enough to get an opportunity both in Canada, which was special for me. I mean, you go overseas, it's a little different, but when you get to play. I mean, in, in the capital of Canada, in Ottawa, your first one, and you're going for, um, the, I think it was the fifth straight gold medal at the time. Um, that was special. And then my next year, I got to do it in my home province, which was even cooler. So um, was very fortunate to, uh, you know, make the team as an 18-year-old uh, with Pat Quinn as the coach, and we ended up going on to win. And obviously everyone remembers the, the goal in the semifinals against Russia to tie it up. So, um for me as a, as a hockey fan, that kind of catapulted me to, you know, understand that, you know, I, when you play in big tournaments like that with the best of the best at your age, you know, you, you gain confidence and, and that's exactly what it did for me. So, um, yeah, that really, you know, catapulted me into trying to be the best I can and make the NHL. With Pat's alumni, Jordan Everly, a couple more things before I let you go. Uh, maybe let's shift over to this year. You just appeared in your third all-star game. Uh, what was that experience like for you, and were you finally happy to get back in the All-Star game? <laughs> it was it was really special, yeah. I mean, to be the first Kraken was really nice. Um, I hadn't been since 2012 or 13. I'm not sure which one it was, but I, mean, I was a young kid at the time. Now I have a family, a little girl. It was nice to be able to spend it with her and share it. She'll, she'll probably not remember it, but we got the pictures, and uh, one day we'll be able to show her that she was there. You were also selected, speaking to the Kraken in the expansion draft in this uh, this past summer after four seasons with the New York Islanders. Um, how exciting and how fun w- was it to, to know that you were going to be a part of an ex- expansion franchise? Was that part cool? Uh, for sure. I mean, it was a whirlwind. I mean, at the time, um, I was just coming off back-to-back conference finals losses with the Islanders. I mean, we felt yeah. like we really had unfinished business and um, to be honest, I was extremely disappointed. I, I just didn't really see myself in that going to be in that situation. But once it came, um, you know, you change gears a little bit. I went down to Seattle in the summer and got to see how beautiful a city was. I mean, the facilities that they built, the owners, the amount of money that they put into this team. Um, you know, really got me excited for it. So um, now that I'm here, I mean, obviously we haven't had the success that we've wanted on the ice, but, you know, we have a ton of cap space. I think there's a lot of, um, buzz and it's going to be a big off season for this team so um, I mean I'm getting to near I don't want to say to near the end of my career but we're definitely on the back nine and, and I, you know I think at this point my main goal is just to win so um, you know I, I think that once we add some pieces and and, uh, and we start coming together as a team I mean the sky's the limit here. Last thing before I let you go um, Jordan uh, I wanted to ask you about a uh, Pat's player who's a prospect of the Seattle Kraken, and that's Riker Evans. I know Greg was and, and Riker both telling me that you had the opportunity to to meet and chat at uh, training camp. So, what was it like meeting Riker, and uh, how good do you think he is? Yeah, I got to got to get to know him a little bit um, just from watching him in, in uh, exhibition and, and and even practice. I mean, he's uh, he's obviously a very skilled player. He, he's 
I think he's got the brain to play at this level, and I think he's having a great season. So, um, you know, I think the biggest thing for him um, is that you're gonna he's gonna come into a team where he's gonna have an opportunity to to make it. So, um, you know, a lot of these teams you come in and they're they're contenders right off the bat, and um, you know you spend a lot of time in the minors. So, um, you know, as long as he you know continues to get stronger and, and develop as a player and, and has a huge summer ahead of him. Um, you know, he definitely has a, a chance to be here and, and, and be a regular. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for taking the time, and best of luck the rest of the season. Appreciate it. Thanks.